What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Snaggle Show. I am your host, Chris Rini, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Thank you so much for listening on Anchor.fm slash The Snaggle Show or your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS this week. We, I, I don't want to say kick off 2021 because we already have one episode in the can for this year, but it was a uh, favorite games of 2020 episode, but we're going to officially turn the calendar over this week as I am going to be talking about my most anticipated games of 2021. Uh, Speaking of turning the calendar over to 2021, Extra Life for Kids is back for another year. This will be my sixth year raising money for the kids of the IWK Health Center in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, If you guys have never heard of Extra Life, uh, it is a fantastic charity where gamers of all shapes and sizes, video gamers, board gamers, if you like to build Lego, anything in between, Extra Life gives you an amazing platform to come together with your friends, with your family, and raise money to help the kids of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. You can check it all out at extra-life.org, or if you'd like to check out my personal page, extralife.snaggle.club. You guys have helped me raise almost $6,500 lifetime since I started doing Extra Life, and we're going to go bigger and better than ever before this year. So again, check it out, extralife.snaggle.club. But yes, this week we're going to be talking about my most anticipated games of 2021. This is a nice little bookend, right? Well, last week we had, uh, you know, my favorite games of 2020. It's going to be interesting now to put out this list of... Now keep in mind, this is my most anticipated games. This, This... Game lists of games may have uh, games that you're not hyped for or games that you've never heard of, which is totally fine. That's the great part about it, you know, being uh, an opinionated thing. Um, you know, I put on Twitter and Facebook, hey, what are some of your most anticipated games of the year? And people had all kinds of wonderful uh, opinions that, you know, are not going to be in this episode. Uh, games that I hadn't even heard of that I looked up and I thought, hey, that might be a little bit cool. Um, but it'll be interesting now to see, to put this out and then look back in a year's time and see, hey, were these games good? Were these games flops? Did any of these games actually come out? So let's kick it off with a couple of sports games. Now, if you uh, went back a few episodes and listened to my sports game of the year uh, podcast, uh, which I believe was episode number 40, um, I talked about both of these games really needing to impress me uh, this year. And that is MLB The Show 21 and NHL 22. Both of these games are on their last legs with me for different reasons. Um, and the the reason why I'm very excited is because I want to see how next-gen... Uh, improves the the quality of the game. We've already seen, as we talked about in that episode, NBA 2K21 has already set the bar for next generation sports games very high. And we know EA Sports, with the NHL franchise specifically, does not have a good track record 
of switching console generations. The first NHL of the PS4 era, uh, Xbox One era, was absolutely horrible. Um, we're hoping that the team behind the game has learned their lesson. Uh, and again, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing for these games is the measuring stick is already out there. NBA 2K21 Next Gen, we, we talked about it. It was my sports game of the year. It's a fabulous, fabulous game. And, you know, both of these games, MLB The Show 21, NHL 22, I think they really have, have to do some work to keep being games that I will buy. The other side of the coin is, is more so with, with MLB The Show specifically is how will COVID have negatively impacted the game? We know they announced last year that the game is going to be coming to uh, multi-platform as part of their agreement with MLB. It's going to be coming to Xbox. It's going to be coming to, I believe, Switch and PC and whatever. I don't think we're going to see that this year. I think that COVID will probably have squashed that. But, you know, we're sitting here on January 4th. And a lot of people are wondering, hey, what's MLB The Show 21 going to look like? Um, you know, they typically start kind of churning out the rumor mill in mid to late January, sort of the same time that we start talking about OTP 22. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see. I really need to see some improvements to franchise. Um, and honestly, and I'll be very honest with folks, if there are no improvements to franchise, MLB The Show 21 is likely a, a pass for me. Um, with NHL 22, I want to see a complete overhaul to the menus. I want to see more responsiveness. I want to see uh, a, a completely new Hockey Ultimate Team experience. Um, again, just NHL, NHL, the NHL series looks stale. Hut is stale. So again, both of these games have, have areas that I would like to see vastly improved. Again, I'm very excited to see where both of these games end up on the scale when it's all said and done. But uh, again, so I am I am anticipating MLB The Show 21 and NHL 22, a couple of sports game staples that I buy every year. Uh, but again, they're starting to get to the point where I really want to see what these guys can offer me to keep me as a customer. And I, it's going to be very interesting to see how uh, SDS and EA handle the the next gen approach because these games are going to be measured especially mlb going to be measured very very closely fairly or unfairly uh against nba 2k21 next gen so it will be interesting to see how those sports games go uh next up uh is horizon horizon forbidden west which will likely be the reason why I buy a PS5. Now, again, if MLB The Show impresses me, I'll need to buy a PS5 sooner. Um, but barring what happens there, Horizon Forbidden West will be the reason this year why I buy a PS5. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn was easily one of my Mount Rushmore games of the last generation on PS4. Uh, probably the only game I've ever played where I enjoyed ranged combat. There was literally very, very, very little to dislike about the original Horizon Zero Dawn. I think Forbidden West is going to be amazing. I'm really looking forward to see uh, what direction the game kind of goes. Um, you know, it, are we going to get that typical dark, you know, I always use the Star Wars comparison. Are we going to get that kind of darker Empire Strikes Back 
sort of vibe before, you know, the heroes went out in the third installment. Is this going to be, I think no matter what direction the series goes in, I think Horizon Forbidden West is going to be an amazing game. Um, I'm thinking it's probably going to be in the game of the year conversation with uh, maybe a couple of the other games that I mentioned on this list. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it again. It probably in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of, you know, RPG, big open worldy kind of games, probably the game I'm looking forward to the most this year, solely based on how much I enjoyed, uh, the first game. Uh, so again, I'm really looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West. I know they haven't locked down a specific release date yet, but I'm quite confident it'll come out this year. Again, the, the, the thing about this list and making a most anticipated games, uh, again, you know, I, I'm not an unrealistic person. COVID has screwed up a lot of stuff with developments of games. Uh, you know, people trying to transition to working from home. Uh, you know, places have progressed through COVID and then they've regressed and they've progressed again and they've regressed. So again, as with everything on this list, I, I definitely take take it with a grain of salt that this game might actually come out in 2021. Um, there are some games on here where I'm being very, uh, very optimistic that it'll be out and playable in 2021, and we're hoping that's going to be the case, but we'll see. Uh, and Horizon Forbidden West could very well fall under that. I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, so uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Another game that I'm looking forward to is God of War Ragnarok. And again, this is another game that uh, the I think it's 50-50 pick them whether or not it actually comes out this year. I'm thinking more likely uh, it would be end up being a spring 2022 game just based on how things have gone so far. Um, but again, uh, the original, well, I say the original, but the original PS4 God of War was just an amazing game, a return to glory for, for a series that people had kind of thought was long forgotten. Um, you know, it was just, it was a great game. Obviously, you know, Ragnarok, you're, you're talking, you know, Thor and Loki and all that group of cast of characters. So again, a lot of possibilities and what they can do with the series as they go into the second game. Um, again, I think God of War probably less likely to come out in 2021 than Horizon. Um, but I'm still really looking forward to it. If this, if this comes out as a Christmas game... Uh, I think even an early 2022 game, which I think is probably, again, more realistic at this point, um, it's going to be a fantastic game. It's going to be game of the year material. Uh, it's going to be one I'm really, really, really looking forward to. Um, let's switch gears for a little minute and go to some series that maybe I haven't shown enough love to in the past and that my moving to Xbox uh, is kind of rekindling that a little bit. The first one is Halo Infinite. Um, now I didn't give Halo Infinite a whole lot of thought because, you know, it was, it was apparent months before launch that it was not going to be a, a Xbox Series X, Series S launch title. I haven't played a Halo game since Halo 2. Uh, and that's because, I mean, I haven't owned a, a Xbox in, you know, I've, it's been a decade since I owned an Xbox and... Halo 2, maybe I might have played a little bit of Halo 3, but Halo 2 is the last one where I have, um, like, an actual, like, memory of playing it and enjoying it. 
So again, it's going to be kind of cool for me because now that I'm back in the Microsoft ecosystem, I think Halo Infinite's going to be going to be a great game. I can go back through Game Pass now and play the whole Halo series or play the ones that, you know, that I want to, whether I want to start right at 3 or whether I want to go back to the very first one. Halo is not only anticipated because I expect it's going to be a great game, but it is a huge game this year for Microsoft. Um, knowing that the other competitor consoles have major, major first-party games in the pipe. We've talked about two of them already, right? God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, you know, Nintendo's going to have to come up with something. We know Breath of the Wild 2 is out there at some point on the calendar in the next who knows how long. We might talk a little bit more about that later. But Halo Infinite is kind of Microsoft's answer. It's been delayed. You know, we're hoping it comes out in, say, the spring. Um, it is a hugely, hugely important game for Microsoft. They, this is their answer to the 2021 Horizon, 2021 God of War. Obviously, Microsoft has more irons in the fire beyond that. And, you know, a lot of their focus, again, if the rumors are true with Ubisoft Plus, uh, with the EA Play now part of the Game Pass, um, you know, you know, with Bethesda in the fold, obviously Bethesda really doesn't have anything like super in the warp pipe for, you know, super high-end stuff that's coming out right now. Um, you know, in terms of big first-party games... Halo Infinite is the one. So this game has to come out. It's hotly anticipated. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I hope it's fantastic. I'm really looking forward um, to playing it. Uh, another franchise that I've never, ever played, despite numerous thoughts about it and attempts, is the Mass Effect series. And with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition announced... Um, it's perfect timing, right? A remaster of the Mass Effect series. Um, you know, it, it, again, I've, I've thought many times and, and with good intentions of, of, of playing the Mass Effect series. I never have, um, now that they're going to be remastered, uh, you know, it, it, it seems like the perfect time. Uh, I'm a sucker for, for remasters, especially of remasters of games I've never played. Um, do I, 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 I'm hoping it's going to end up being a game pass thing. Uh, but I'm definitely willing to shell out for it as well. So I think, uh, the mass effect legendary edition is going to be just, just what I needed to kind of get me into the series and finally, you know, cutting away some of those people who grill me saying, Oh, you've never played mass effect. How do you call yourself a you know, a FPS slash RPG gamer. Well, I, I do, but Mass Effect is one of those ones that I've just never really gotten into. Um, let's go to and look at some Nintendo stuff now. We've kind of covered PlayStation and Xbox. Let's look at Nintendo real quick. Uh, first up, I'm excited for Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, I know, again, people are down on Monster Hunter Rise because they're 
not sure that a Switch version can live up to what Monster Hunter World was. And I thoroughly enjoyed Monster Hunter World, which was my first foray into the Monster Hunter series. Um, I enjoyed Monster Hunter World. I didn't maybe give it as thoroughly as a, as a go-through as I should have. I think I played it for probably 15 or 20 hours, and you know it was kind of at a time where I was playing a lot of other stuff, and I was kind of in and out of playing games and whatever at the time. But I'm excited for Monster Hunter Rise. It's an early of the, earlier in the year game. It comes out in March. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's kind of going to be a cool game that my kids will enjoy also. Uh, my son especially. So I think it's going to be fun um, for us to be able to play it. Now, obviously, you know, we might need a couple copies of it if we're going to play it together. But I'll deal with that when, when I get to it. But it's just, you know what? I, I, Monster Hunter to me... Much like Pokemon, it seems like a great Switch game. These kind of games, like, you know, I was never, never, ever, ever, and I'm going to, I know I'm going to get some hate for this one. I was never a Pokemon guy. The first Pokemon game I ever played was Let's Go Pikachu, which is a Switch game. And I, I didn't, you know, I enjoyed it. I don't think I ever finished it. Um... But then I loved Pokemon Sword. I played the hell out of that game. Pokemon Sword on our main family Nintendo Switch, which was our only Switch at the time, has like a combined like 250 hours on it between three people playing it. And the majority of that is my son. But, you know, it's just, I feel like these hunting, collecting with a story kind of game, they're perfect Nintendo Switch games. So I expect that that Monster Hunter, you know, will be really good. Uh, will it live up to Monster Hunter World? I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. I think you got to go into this with treating the Switch differently. Uh, and where this is a Switch exclusive game, obviously you're not going to be able to compare it to different platforms. Um, but I do expect that Monster Hunter Rise will be a great Switch game. I'm looking forward to playing it. Again, it comes out in the first three months of the year, assuming the schedule holds. So that's going to be uh, fun. A couple other Nintendo things, and these are pipe dreams, but I'm adding them to the list anyway. First up is something Nintendo 64 related. Either N64 games coming to the Switch uh, online service or an N64 Classic Edition. Um, I think the former is more likely than the latter. Um, listen, it fits the timeline, right? The NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic came out, was it a year or two apart? Uh, I've got them both. I, I can't remember the exact timelines. But, you know, it, the it's time they do something with N64, right? Again, I think it's more likely you will see N64 games added to the Switch Online service. The reason being is the Switch Online service is once again getting stale. Um, you know, they they have the NES and the SNES stuff. The games they're adding to it are not frequent enough, and the ones they're adding, to be completely frank, are absolutely garbage. Um, they're adding these weird indie Japanese titles that nobody wants to play or a very small percentage of people want to play. I know I'm going to get the people coming into my Twitter now being like, oh man, I played the heck out of Jing Bagu on the Super Nintendo. 
And I loved it. It's like some weird Mahjong slash pinball game. But like, it's time that they do something with the N64. Again, it's probably easier to have a Switch Online thing with, with ROMs of it and, and make it work. Um, you know, again, you have the right stick, which can act as the C stick if you need it. Uh, obviously, it gives them the opportunity to sell Bluetooth controllers, remake the N64 controllers, sell a bunch of Bluetooth controllers. Um, I know control schemes are going to be obviously hard because the N64 controller was this weird alien spaceship looking jobby with the C stick and the, and the, the, the control stick in the middle. And, but it's time, it's time they did something with N64. Here's the thing. Nintendo has built this giant wave of momentum this past year. The switch became synonymous with COVID-19, right? You couldn't get Nintendo Switches for the longest time. Even Switch Lights had stock issues from time to time. There are plenty of Nintendo Switch games during the holiday season that you couldn't get. Uh, Animal Crossing being the, the top of the list. But all of that build and goodwill, Nintendo needs to do something with it. And I know you're sitting back laughing, being like, Nintendo doesn't care about its customers. Well, they're, they're in the middle of a new generation of consoles being out. Right, And the Xbox Series S that is sitting next to me has gotten a heck of a lot more playtime than my Nintendo Switch lately because there hasn't been any good games coming out for the Switch as of late. Um, again, you know, it's just it's a stale platform right now. I mean, you look at what Nintendo has, you know, in terms of confirmed games. And I mean, you're looking at Monster Hunter, Bravely Default 2 Super Mario 3D World Remake with Bowser's Fury, which comes out in like five weeks. So, not a whole lot. You don't have any of the big IPs. At least not until the very later part of this year, and that's being optimistic. And you've got this, people have been clamoring for 64 stuff for a long time. Again, I don't know if the Nintendo 64 Classic Edition is something that's going to happen. Uh, again, I think that could be uh, something that maybe they wanted to do that might end up being a consequence of COVID because they would be little intricate things to make. Although most people will say you could just make it with a Raspberry Pi, but either way, I would like to see something N64 related. Give me N64 online with like 10 games to start, Mario Kart Double Dash, one of the Zeldas, uh, GoldenEye, uh, I mean, even just those three, I'd be good for a little while. And for the love of God, find a way to release GoldenEye with online multiplayer. <sighs> How, listen, think about this for a second. How explosive would GoldenEye N64 with multiplayer be on Twitch? I'd watch it 24 hours a day. I think it would be great. Now we're getting way in the weeds of things that'll never happen. But again, something else Nintendo related, I like to see something N64 related, please. And last but not least on the Nintendo side, I think, as I consult my list, is Breath of the Wild 2. Now, again, this is another one where you're laughing and being like, ah, game's not coming out until 2023. Maybe. 
But again, the Switch needs something this holiday season coming up. And I know that is the better part of 11 and a half months away. But Nintendo needs a giant holiday 2021 game. They need it. They, they, they will need it. With no huge games on the horizon, Breath of the Wild 2 has to come out this year, I think. Unless you have something else of equal size and equal name value. <coughs> Metroid! Um, I think you have to get Breath of the Wild 2 out as a holiday game this year. And I think it's going to be, when it does, it's going to be amazing. I'm super looking forward to it. I will probably go back. I, I've been itching to do another original Breath of the Wild playthrough. Because um, it's been a few years since I played it. And I think I, that's somewhere in my uh, Rolodex of things I'd like to go back and play uh, when I have time is Breath of the Wild, uh, just another playthrough. But I think, again, Breath of the Wild 2 for me is, is a game that I think Nintendo will need in the latter half of this year. When you're looking at a holiday season that could possibly include Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, you know, Halo Infinite's going to be huge. Who knows what else is going to be coming out in the latter half of 2021. I I feel like Nintendo needs Breath of the Wild 2 as a holiday game this year. Just to give them a reason for people to keep buying the consoles and give them a game that, that everybody's going to want that you're not going to be able to get in any store for weeks and weeks and weeks because that's how Nintendo operates. Um... A couple more that I'm looking forward to now. This one might end up being one of those ones that you've maybe not heard of. Uh, but given my foray into PC gaming a little more in the last six months, I've been looking more at those kind of games. And one game I'm looking forward to is Microsoft exclusive Stalker 2. So essentially it's like a Fallout sort of post-apocalyptic game. But it's more like simulation style uh, shooting and survival. So it's kind of like mixing Fallout with like a survival game. And one game that I played last year that I really, really enjoyed uh, that I finally got around to playing was The Long Dark, which is like a, you know, you crash in the Canadian North and you have to survive. And I had a lot of fun playing that game. Uh, I completely sucked at it. But I had a lot of fun with that survival sort of realistic sort of thing. So when I seen Stalker 2 being talked about, I started looking into it more and more. Um, and I was like, hey, I was like, this game seems really cool. Again, it's a Microsoft exclusive. It's going to be on the, the Series XS consoles. It's going to be on PC. Uh, no particular date, but they did say it's going to be out this year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This is the sort of game that I've been getting into more and more as I've gotten older. Uh, and again, I'm just, I, I'm looking forward to, I love that post-apocalyptic kind of setting, right? Like the, you know, I love the Fallout games. I love Wasteland. Uh, I think this is going to have that kind of same cool kind of post-apocalyptic vibe, but a more sim style survival game. I think it'll be really cool. Uh, so keep a lookout for Stalker 2. I'm really looking forward to that. And last but not least, and I, this one seems like a cop-out, but one of my most anticipated games of 2021 is Cyberpunk 2077. And them patching the game, 
improving the game, adding DLCs to try to get this game closer to what we all thought it was going to be. Um, now, again, I've done uh, multiple episodes on Cyberpunk at this point. Uh, you can go back and listen to, what is it, episode 41, I think, where I did my talking points episode. I'm, I'm a fan of the game. I, 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 at its core, I like the idea. I like the story. I like where, you know, where the game is to a certain extent. But there's a lot of work that can be done. A lot of goodwill that needs to be rebuilt. But again, I, I think CDPR has a chance here to turn Cyberpunk 2077 into something special. And for that reason... I'm really looking forward to what the year ahead is going to look like for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I'm almost done my initial playthrough that I'm doing. I will do another playthrough at some point in the future after there's been some patches, after there's been some DLC. Uh, I am definitely going to go back and, and play it again, probably as a corpo, uh, you know, more hacker-focused as opposed to now where I'm doing like a street kid sort of rifle focus. I might do like a corpo, you know, sneaky, stealthy sort of guy. We'll see. But I definitely plan on playing it again once uh, CDPR improves this game a little bit. So again, it makes the list because I am anticipated to see what this game can look like with a little bit of love and a little bit closer to what people expected it to be. So there you have it, folks. That is a list of my most anticipated games of 2021. I'm sure there are plenty of games out there. And based on some of your tweets and some of your Facebook comments, obviously there are some games out there that I, I, I will not have mentioned. Uh, and it's not that I'm not, you know, hyped for them. I'm hyped for all games. You never know what game could completely come out of the woodwork and end up being a game of the year type like Hades did last year which I think Hades was, if you haven't played Hades yet, you're doing yourself an extreme disservice because it came from out of nowhere to literally be, you know, game of the year for a lot of people. There's going to be those along the way, and I'm looking forward to playing a whole bunch of games this year and talking about them with you guys on this show. But that is my list uh, as of right now, my most anticipated games of 2021. Again, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you leave a rating on whatever service you listen to it on. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. If you're listening online at anchor.fm slash the snaggle show, or if you're listening in your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS, I appreciate you very, very much. Make sure you interact with me on Twitter, twitter.com slash snaggle J. I love seeing your guys tweets, uh, post show, uh, what you guys think, what are some of your most anticipated games? Let me know. Uh, and until next time, peace.